Hello once again, and welcome to episode 61 of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planiverse. Hello, Corrine. Hi, Steve. So, today, we were, we were thinking about how to introduce this one, but it's almost like a ten-part episode or ten-part series in two episodes or something like that. What was the analogy you? <laughs> I know Adams, Douglas Adams, our, our hero and savior, had said long time ago that the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was a, f- a five-part series in a in a trilogy or something to that point. A trilogy separated in five parts, and so we f- we thought it fitting that that since the topic we're discussing often gets so battered around and it just comes it just it's like a monster that won't go away right so we have to talk about it we just have to and we can go on and on about it the cliche of the elephant in the room isn't it yes here's some peanuts uh, steve to feed the elephant that's in the room (laughs) doesn't want to go away it keeps coming back to haunt us and i can hear our audience going what is it what is it what are they going to talk about this time (laughs) <laughs> have they have they yet one more thing to bore us with? For those of you going to sleep right now, congratulations, you will be put to sleep momentarily. Hang in there, shut your eyes, you're you're almost there. Um, Steve, what what is our topic for for this ten part series? Today is the next popular one on our sort of little poll that we did of staying in one size forever. Forever, yeah. ever. This is not one size of clothing because that would be sort of discounted straight away on that front but that one size of planner oh my goodness how to stay in one size planner forever and ever and ever and ever well are we the two people to discuss this i wonder because (laughs) i have a feeling that if if you and i discuss this in person we'd be bopping each other with our planners at some point (laughs) over the head saying no i want a desk pack size no no in a personal size so this isn't going to be quite uh, how to stay in or (laughs) because we 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 failed miserably on that one but why maybe the arguments of why why you should why you should uh, try to i think uh, would be a good start if nothing else um but from my perspective, there's you know there's obviously advantages to staying in one size for longer than just a few weeks, and then keep cha- or to keep changing sizes. And, you know, obviously your inventory of planners can be reduced to just one size. You can. We're not saying you should you can't swap between planners as long as they're the same size. <laughs> <laughs> so it's sort of like walking into a shop and finding a shirt that fits so wonderfully that you end up buying it in seven different colors yeah. one for every day of the week sounds good to I, I think that's that's the analogy we're trying to say that you have found something that fits so wonderfully that yeah. you are fine with swapping it out so that it doesn't wear out throughout the week or the month or the year but that you stay within that one model size mm. for the rest of the time and, and what, Sounds like my wardrobe. Almost, but it's just two colors. Well, well, we're making that analogy because that's oftentimes I, I get people that look at my planners and they say, well, do you use all of them? It's sort of like people that walk into your library and say, have you read all of those? It's like, no, no, yeah. they're just here for decor. I don't really read. I don't know how to read. I just sort of put them up there to make people think I'm intelligent. Um, mm. But that's that's the idea behind 
having multiple planners anyway is that you don't wear them out and you can swap them up because they are leather items. For mine are leather items. I don't know. Other people mm. may have different materials, different fabrics, different designs. Um, I am going to be a proponent for the why it's important to stay in one size because I have found that I go mad otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have seen myself struggle and it's not if you do stay in one size of course it's it's very easy to um swap you, you know if you are going to swap from one player if, if it's ring bound per se if it's uh, or even a traveler's notebook if you're going to swap the the sort of outer covers uh, you're literally just swapping the same paper content from one to another right there is no sort of having to sit there rewriting things ad nauseum um, and this is getting, getting especially difficult the later in the year you get if you really insist on writing the whole year again from one size to another, which I'm sure I know someone who has done that. I did that More initially. Initially, I did that. And it, it was mm. it proved to be an exercise in frustration. Yeah. Uh, if anything, it burnt me out and not wanting to have to deal with paper planners because I did decide mid-year, as I did this year, this year again, I've decided mm. mid-year that I'm going to a different size. I have swapped mm -hmm. from A5 to desk fax size in the middle of the year, literally mm -hmm. in July. Um, and and I, f I just didn't want to have to go through that transferring information over, so I left the A5 where it was and I picked up where I left off. Yeah. I, I yeah, for posterity, you could make the argument, but really, is there anything that important that has happened in my life that couldn't be captured in a couple of lines to update the new planner? Just put a note paper in there and say, here's what happened in the last few months. I'm okay with that. I know many people are cringing right now, but I'm okay with that. If, if I think back um, to around about... 2010 2011 i forget the exact year but back then it wasn't just sizes i was changing even if i stuck to one size i was changing layouts mm. every two or three months and it just got absolutely you know crazy in a way because you never sort of settled into one thing for very long at all and I, I can prove this by looking in my archive right and one year there's different sizes different them I mean, formats and all sorts of things all over the place um and it's, it's important to try though steve right that uh, yeah. it's important to yeah. have those moments where you can try out mm. those layouts because otherwise you're never going to know what works right. and that i think that's why people get discouraged and don't get discouraged yeah we're here to tell you that it's all right if you're trying the different layouts you're you're in it with us in the muck of it mm. all um but the whole point is to at some point get there and say okay well these are working for me now and try to continue with those mm. with those layouts and eventually you settled into a layout that works for you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And, you know, Ray came to my um, savior in rescue, as it were, um, in being able to design my own layout. Um, that went through a couple of iterations. <laughs> One was quite early on when I realized I couldn't write in lines that were too small in sort of height. I thought, ah, that's not going to work. <laughs> five lines per day is just two one too many so i've settled on four lines per day and that's been fine since then but um you know if if you can settle into one size that's really you're you're sort of edging towards you know 
the battle is half won, I, I would say, is once you've got into the right size, then the next battle is finding the right layout in that size. Yes. Or the right type of planner in that size. Yes. Um, because there's no saying that, you know, um, say, if we think of A5 for argument's sake, most of the sizes now are available in most sort of formats, aren't they, in a way? You know, personal size of Filofax. Well, Hobonichi Weeks is more or less the same sort of page size as that. And, of course, people have then adapted that size um, for Traveller's Notebooks as well. So the, the sizes go across the, the whole spectrum. Thing, you know, a, yeah, the whole spectrum of different types of planners. And I, I would think there's there are people, pretty sure, out there that have maybe used sort of an A5 ring binder and then they sort of possibly move into sort of traveler's notebook maybe same height but maybe a sort of slightly narrower page um, format um, but of course they all come with sort of different pluses and minuses and you know that's the difficult thing to sort of cope with really. the difficult thing for me when I started was waking up in the morning and trying to think of where I was going to be on that particular day and so because mm. they were so varied, there were days when I was home, there were days when I was on the road, and there were literally traveling, flying. And then there were days when I was just in a workshop setting. So trying to incorporate all of those who am I today kind of statements when you wake up like an Adina Monson, like who have I, who am I going to be today? It, it does get wrapped up into a planner conundrum because you find, I found anyway, that for example, while in flight, it's lovely to be able to take out a ginormous planner and sit down and think about, you've got an hour where no one's going to disturb you. And you can, I was able to sit down and plan all of my weekly thoughts, have a brain dump, do all the things that I needed to do whilst traveling that I couldn't do whilst working, right? Because I all of a sudden I have this time and space. But then I would get to my hotel, for example, and I'd have to carry this huge thing across from place to place. And I wished in those moments that there was a button that I could press and make that entire desk fax a personal-sized one so that I can just quickly, lightly, thud it lightly onto the desk and, and move on. And so really... The, it, it, the accordion planner. The accordion planner, yes. We should come up with that, right, Steve? Just add water and it expands. And then it, as it dries <laughs> out, it becomes very small. A water-based planner where all your writing disappears. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's the issue I think a lot of people come up with is that it's so lovely to have all the space to write things in because I know I need the space. Mm. But then it's not lovely to have to lug that around and it's just not conducive to wanting to make that into a wallet, for example, or where if you just want to go to the shops and be done with your day and your errands. And so I've found one argument for staying in one size forever because <laughs> I have now picked it. It is my desk fax B5 size. I have realized that this is indeed the size for me. Um, the argument is that I can always take it with me if I want to. Mm. And it doesn't mean that I have to remove it from the bag. It can just stay with me if I want to have it with me. But that I don't have to have a separate calendar for that. Yeah, Steve, I know you're about so to... So this is where I'm going to about to throw the spanner in the works of this Here we go. whole argument, in a way. <laughs> is whilst we're saying one size, do we mean one size and one organizer, one planner, one 
binder, whatever you want to call it. Because what I've done is I've done the, done, done the one size thing, yeah. but split it into two organizers, two A5s, but there's no duplication between the two. One stays at home. So you just take the pages out, you pop the pages out. Yeah, well, no, it's basically they live in two separate binders. Mm. And so that the smaller, thinner one is the one that I carry. It's, it's you know, thinner, smaller amount of paper compared to, you know, the all the reference pages. I don't ne- necessarily need all those pages when I'm not at home. Um, and is there a duplication it, then? No, none whatsoever. If, if I need anything that I'm going to um, need on a long trip, I move it from one binder to the other and then carry the carry it with me. Oh right. But I'm not not moving the whole contents of the thing across, and there's no way I need all of those pages. You know, you know, if I'm going to a, a meeting in Rotterdam, there's no way I need a tube map and map of London, is there? So that can stay at home. <laughs> that could, yes. However, would you would you honestly make the argument for me in having two desk faxes? Because once you've carried that size, it really doesn't make that much of a difference if you've taken an extra oh. tab tab's worth of information with you or not, right? See, having made this big break, what nearly this time last year, I've suddenly been sent the Heritage by Filofax, mm. which was A5. I love that small ring. Yeah, I love that. And that sort of focused me into saying, could I actually make this work? Just the, the bare guts took, of it, right? The bare minimum. Yeah. So I literally took everything out of my organizer and split it into different sections. And I made the deciding thing to say, right, if I'm going to use two, this one with small rings is stuff that I need on a daily basis. And I'm going to be looking at a fairly regular, i.e. so it'll be the one that stays open on the desk right. most right. of the time. Which would also be my calendar, for example, the, the yeah. weekly calendar on my desk box. Yeah, definitely. And the other one is stuff that I look at less often, but I still need it to hand. So it can be closed on the end of my desk. Mm. It doesn't need to be, you know, on, stacked with a load of other books and stuff. But I don't necessarily need that. And it also contains stuff that I use um, away from home, as it were, and I will transfer limited pages from one into the other sort of thing. And I was quite surprised, um, one, how many, how much paper I could put into the reference one, as I call it, yeah, compared to the sort of daily access one. And so I, I, I could then um, use a smaller ringed A5, still A5, mm-hmm. And that sort of started the experiment off that, you know, I've written about on Filofax a few times now um, to the point now where I've recently got this Vanderspeck, which has got 25 mil rings in it, no clasp. So it, it can slot into other things as well. Mm. It slots into my bag perfectly. And it, it works brilliantly. I can actually, because that's got 25 mil rings, I can actually get a full year's worth of um week on two pages right. in the whole thing and um, month on one page a full year as well and plus some note sheets as well so there's plenty of space in there for most things well I'm, I'm going to give that a try because I'm actually very very happy 
in the B5 mm. size, and I find myself being able to write and think in it often. The only disadvantage I would have in it, in the B5 size is that it doesn't render itself to being put in a small handbag and going out for the no. evening. So this is where we get to episode two of this right. series. <laughs> well, I persuade you into using A5 and B5. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, would you, I would actually switch and say the two sizes that I could use forever for the second episode would be B5 and either pocket or personal. Actually, if you think about it, B5 and personal go together better because right. the pages are interchangeable, aren't they? Right, they you can are. put personal pages yes. into the B5. Yes, and so I would think that, that and also be because I, I, and we'll leave that for the second episode, but I also carry my wallet in a personal size. So mm. that would make a lot of sense to have no, anyway, that's getting into the second episode. I'll be quiet now. I don't want to ruin contain it. Contain our excitement. I have to contain myself, Steve. I'm so excited. But I can I just say that here's one of the reasons why I hope I can convince someone to stay in one size. Um, once you find the size that works for you, cause, and you know that it works for you because your heart goes mm. pitter-patter when you open it up and you start writing in it. That's how you know it's the right size because you find that there's enough room for your hand and eye to play on the paper and mm. that has happened with b5 over and over for me and one of the things that makes me happy about it is that now i can just focus on what i'm planning and not have to play around with the layouts anymore i can just focus on getting the information out onto the planner and use the damn yeah. thing instead of wondering which next size i'm going on to i find a lot of people tend to um stick to to personal size because it is you know it's it's a very portable size and of course it's a very sort of it's a natural size it's been the one that's been around the longest in a way um for sort of organizer use maybe not sort of some of the other uh, formats and what have you but it it's you know everyone's started in that size it's been the, the sort of filofax size that's been around the longest right it is a bit of an oddball size though um in terms of paper sizes it doesn't really follow any standard it's its own standard in a way yes the trouble is that that's the way of a lot of these things is they've sort of evolved and they've become a standard of their own size now in the past that i you know personally have used sort of a5 uh, sorry, personal size, um, a huge amount really. Um, whether I could these days, though, I think I would struggle to do it these days because of the amount of stuff I've got happening in any one week. There just wouldn't be enough um, sort of paper real estate to be able to do it. That, and that's, I think, a key thing for most people. In If you are going to stick to one size, what size that actually is going to be. Because there's some, you know, I've seen some, watching some of the um, videos on YouTube, you see people that, rather than try and get it all into one view, as it were, mm. either two pages open at any one point, they separate it out multiple times to be able to do the same, if you like, the same function of having a large page size with that same information on it they separate that information out into separate sort of part or separate sections mm. of a smaller organizer 
and you know if you're going down the personal size or pocket size even that's you have to do that i would think um the fold outs work great if you're going to go to those sizes but i still can't get my brain to as you said if if one page is split up into multiple pages so that you can get Mm. the same amount of information on multiple pages i still can't get my brain to register that it it feels as if I'm looking at five different calendars if they're on five different pages if the same calendar is on five different pages I cannot for and maybe it's a mental issue that I have maybe it's um, I don't know a, a, some kind of dysfunction that I have um, but I need to see it all spread out on one sheet that's why I like my computer with the wider screen that, that's why mm. I look at everything in a larger format I like seeing the big picture because it's from the big picture that I can begin to plan or begin to understand what what my timeline, what my life needs within that timeline. And if I don't have the big picture, then I feel like I get lost in it. Of course, the converse of that is if you see less, it helps you focus on the task at hand that day. <laughs> right. So that would be my argument for the two planners. If you're going to pick two yeah. sizes that you have to stay in forever, that's why I would pick yeah. the personal. Because I wouldn't use the personal for any calendric items. It would function as a to-do list. The whole thing mm. would be one massive to-do list that would be pulled or delegated from the B5, from the desk fax. Mm. So the desk fax does the planning all the appointments, all the tasks are in there and delegated to the various days and times. And so everything for the following day gets pulled into the personal size. And all I'm looking at when I have that personal size with me is what I'm doing on that day. I don't have Mm. to see the big picture planning because I don't need it if I'm carrying Mm. it with me. Um, But the one thing that this has done in focusing on staying in one size is it's allowed me to create a book and I don't know if anybody can appreciate this, but I, I think Steve can, is that now I have a repository of information that I know will not vary from size to size, that mm. it just sort of all gets fed into this little animal that lives on my desk called the desk fax. Mm. And suddenly, before you know it, you're creating a book of everything that's happening in your life. And there is a lot of pleasure and there's a lot of satisfaction in being able to turn around and say, I don't have to think about where I put it because I know where I put it. It's in there. And worst case, you're flipping through a couple of extra pages, but you're not Mm. flipping through your bookshelf. You're not trying to wonder where that piece of paper went. You're not wondering if if you've exported or imported or moved over data that needed to be moved over from one size to the other. I think that's that's the bottom line is you've not lost information. It's all living in one book. Yeah, the the danger of constantly changing sizes is, of course, you end up having to well rewrite is the worst scenario. Yeah. But there there is going to be some printed information that you'll you'll want, um, you know, reference material, maps, um, timetable, names of clients, <laughs> names of clients <laughs> that I had to pull out of an A5 right now. <laughs> Because I switched from A5 to to Desfax, and I was like, oh, I know, but I had written his name down somewhere. So now I had to go fish it out and write it down. Where, where have I put it? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I talking about hybrids. I'm I'm experimenting at the moment between a hybrid between using a ring bound and a disc bound mm, A5. Dun, dun, dun. So the same same pages, but the they're effectively double punched, punched with holes and slots. It does sort of work, but 
I'm sort of the the jury's out whether it'll be a long term thing or not. But uh, yeah, watch this space. <laughs> Yeah, I'm terrified of those slots. It's the same slots that you find in your today markers, basically. And there's yeah. paper that's punched in that style, which are just little, it's yeah. holes with little spots. Mushrooms. Little, yeah, they're little mushrooms. And somewhere in there is the same panic that I feel when someone tells me that you've written all your all your um, appointments in a friction pen and you left it in a hot <laughs> car. I feel at some point they're just going to disappear. If it's not Oof. a complete hole and there's this little slot, there's a chance for that paper to run away. <laughs> it just gets me. And I, I don't know what to do with it. I panic. And I know <laughs> our theme is don't panic, but I panic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the... the... The, the whole sort of thing is really is the key is is deciding on what size to actually use in the first place of course now of course things pe preventing people of doing that of course will be um you know if there's been a change of circumstances right. change of job um change of career or you know going from working to being retired or ill health even can sort of throw a spanner in the works can't it because you know all of a sudden you've suddenly got to start maybe noting down all, all sorts of sort of health information and stuff like that uh, and so your sort of actual sort of recording requirement for want of a better word um suddenly changes you know not sometimes overnight sometimes unpredictably um you know you hadn't predicted this was going to happen at the start of the year right when you decided on whatever format it was and you know part way into the year all of a sudden you find yourself um you know having to change formats or change methods even um happened to me or years and years ago where i started a new job in i think it was late october i can't remember when was it early October, late October, whenever, um, and suddenly found I could no longer use electronic calendars of my, you know, from recording my own mm. things. I could and then had to go back to using paper again. And of course, try and find in a, you know, 2005 paper calendar in October, <laughs> you got no chance. <laughs> so I ended up printing my own. But, um, and that was fun. Yeah doing it for the first time or the first time in a long time put it that way but um yeah so it's very difficult to predict you know who knows what's going to happen um but i've asked i've asked myself these questions and here's the next 12 months yeah here's the answer i've i've consistently come back to which is why i've chosen desk fax as my go-to uh planner no matter what circumstance i'm in whether I have a job that requires me to travel or whether I'm working at my desk or mm. whether whatever circumstances is, I know that I need a lot of paper to plan out my life. And that <laughs> is the driving force behind mm. it. So I know that I definitely want to have a book with all my things in it. And the, the, the B5 paper size has just been very complimentary for the way that I think and write. And so mm. ultimately, even if I end up getting a satellite planner, that needs to come mm. with me to meetings. And it's not this one, but I think it will be. I, I have a very good feeling that, that this is, of course, we all do, right? This is why we're in the mess that we're in. We always have a good feeling that it's going to be <laughs> the planner. Um, 
Oh, but but here in I am making this this decree that I believe B5 is the size for me and shall be forever and ever. Uh, amen. Um, <laughs> um, one of the things that has perpetually brought me back to B5 is the fact that I can relax after I've written everything down, whereas in A5 or in personal size, I'm still on edge. I still don't feel like I got everything out. And that yeah. I think should be what what drives people to picking their sizes. So if you're wondering, how do I pick my size? Well, how do you know when you're done? How do you know when you're complete with your yeah. planning session? How do you feel after or during your planning session? And, and I think that should that should drive your decision-making process. So that's your tip of the week. That is. <laughs> Cleverly. To not put you on the spot that's, again. That's fine, Steve. Uh, and my, my usual one, which you've, you've heard all before, I'm sure, but I'm going to repeat it just for the sheer hell of it because we can is, because we can and you know somebody might not have heard this before so if you're the person that hasn't heard it before this is for you <clears throat> and that is in choosing a size don't go and buy a planner or something before you've decided on what that size should be just take some paper any plain paper out of the photocopier or your printer or wherever Cut it to the size that you're considering using and use the, those paper blanks for a few days just to see if it's big enough or it's too big or whatever um, to take into account um, everything that you're doing and whatever in any in a particular day or week or whenever. And um, that will help you decide that size whether that size is right or not and then you've not wasted money on a an expensive leather bound whatever right and then i just to add to that don't readily sell the ones that you think you're done with even no. though we're discussing the one planner forever and ever um because you may find unused ones <laughs> you may find that in one year you may want to go back to another forever and ever planner so this podcast has been completely useless. Um, we we've come around highly recommend circle. you stick to one size. We understand the human nature. <laughs> <laughs> it's all gone to pot now, hasn't it? Never mind. So no, I think where can we I find you, Steve? <laughs> you can find me hiding in the corner at filofaxi.com, travelersnotebooktimes.com, and on Instagram as Mr. Filofaxi. And you, my good lady. And you can find me. You can find me on Instagram at Karine Tovmasyan and on the Facebooks at uh, Planerology and Planerology.com. And remember, if you've enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to like it, subscribe to it, and share it. <laughs>